Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tom, the Wrecker of Days. It's coming oh, back. I'm out of, I'm, well, I'm out of practice because oh. that, that hurt, for one. That hurt. But my daughter today was, uh, she's like, Dad, did you didn't record your podcast this morning? Because we're recording a little bit later. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, we're doing later. She's like, you you haven't done a fun intro in a really long time. <laughs> That's awesome. And then she tried to do it, but she was all embarrassed. And so it was, <laughs> record of days so it was but anyway so that was that was for violet and oliver thanks everyone but i'm out of breath so <laughs> Whew, well this done. parenting's tiring business it, it was impressive Thank you. Thank uh, you. big thanks. shout out first off to our patrons for everybody supporting the podcast you're awesome and the people who use the donation link this week thank you very much curious what patreon is it gets you access to after dark which is our podcast after the podcast where we just chat you know <laughs> It's always your, different. Your marketing is amazing. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's like, I mean, really, it's one of the greatest things on earth. Um, I, I think it's up there. It's up there with the sun, roughly, you know, that thing that keeps you alive. It's in it's between the sun, air, and moon. Yeah. It, well, it's in between there. Yeah, it's, it's important. Let's just say that. It's, uh, you need mm-hmm. it in your life. Anyway, if you're curious what it is, you can find the link down below or on our website. And uh, yeah, we put out an extra episode every week. You're wearing a no fear t-shirt. Did I you just see that? saw it. I know it's an it's for, no fear. It's no fear. So here's the thing. Well, I'll get into it when we talk about our our week. But okay, really quick, okay. a big don't forget a big thank you to uh, Talon and uh, Love Contagion for the bot work they do for our private league. Our private league ended this past week. It was so much fun. We're gonna talk about that later on. But they developed this awesome bot that we use in Discord. Everybody loves it, and it shows it's, everybody's ranks it's and used a lot, a ton. Every time a private league comes up, everybody's in there. Exclamation mark things. And uh, anyway, big shout out to those two because it's really appreciated. We love it, and I, I know the community does as well. I'm going to talk about my week first because I can emphasize why I'm wearing a no fear shirt. But my week in general was actually good. It was it was quite busy. And I uh, didn't actually do a whole lot of Path of Exile up until, like, as I played until the Private League close to the end of it. And then I didn't touch Path of Exile actually this week. I needed a break. I debated, sure. I debated making another build with the uh, Ashes and the, the uh, Headhunter that I have, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait. Minor, minor items. Just minor a couple items, items that I got sitting around if I want to use them, but I already got a Mage Blood, so it's like, eh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, my, my week was good, but I, um, I have a nineties party actually tonight, which is why our recording's kind of thrown off. Our office is doing a, a a nineties party. party. Yeah. Oh, I was, that was, I was going to rep, I'm like, man, you're dressing old school. Everything's in these days, including the nineties. It's kind of weird. Everything's kind of coming back. But this no fear shirt Christina actually made. Cause she was like, what's a, what's a shirt that you want from like the, and I'm not a like dress up theme person. That's not me at all. And uh, I started laughing. I was like, no fear. Can you make a no fear shirt? So on the back, it says second place is the first loser with like the oh, big. Oh, it has one of those sweet sayings. Yeah. She... Can you show me? I know yeah, people can't see it. You can't can you see show it. Me? I'm turning around, people. Hold on. Hopefully, it's, hopefully it focuses. What? Here, I'm turning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it has the thing at the bottom. The big, That's the so awesome. No so she made it. I remember <laughs> some of those slogans. Yeah. Well, what I, was it? Second place, the second, first loser. There's a the, bunch of good ones. The no one who him. dies with the most toys still, still dies. dies. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't remember many of them, but man, that, I they, do remember they were them. Huge when we were in elementary school yeah. and high school. She made one for herself that was really good. It's the little, I don't, I, I didn't remember it until she showed it to me, but it's the seven up guy. He's kind of like a stick figure yeah. type guy. 
she made that one of those elementary. for herself for seven up oh that's so cool i had one of those they had an actual figure it was like um i don't know oh, it was yeah. like you yeah, know yeah. it was like little the gummy things mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it was pretty fun and then do you remember stussy that was yeah, everywhere stussy. rich rich kids had stussy yeah pastors kids didn't have stussy <laughs> rich kids had stussy but it was stussy and then guess oh and then buffalo showed up a little bit yeah. late yeah so uh yeah it's, it's gonna be fun i've got uh like six six pairs of shoes that I'm debating between because they were all Jordans that released in the 90s and I'm like ah, I gotta figure out which one I want to wear but you're yeah. risking getting them dirty I am you're going well, on a sidewalk with some I, of those I those went, are from the 90s just I know well some of them re-release but so they're not like original from the 90s they're like re-releases there's a couple yeah. that are originals but fake $600 none of them fake. are fake <laughs> yeah they're definitely not fake but they're not the I have a couple that are the original but I went out to the location today. I drove past you actually, as we were heading out to this location. Yeah, that we're I saw doing. That. Oh Sometimes it's my hard to... God. Some people have so much money. Holy moly. This place is You're not, gorgeous. you're not one of them. Not that place. Holy moly. You should see this house, man. <laughs> it is beautiful. Beautiful. I, I'll show you pictures later, but it is stunning. Like absolutely stunning. Just the backyard is as big as a lot of people's homes. And it's just it's like seating area for, I don't know, we've got like a hundred plus people coming. So I, it's just, it was gorgeous. So anyway, that's why I have a no fear shirt on because that's, that's my, pretty sweet. that's my flashback to the nineties shirt. We do have a really cool location. I don't know what it's like everywhere else, but you know, we have like a lot of normal homes, like, like we live in, but then there are some really astonishing places that are worth 20 times what ours are literally yeah, crazy. And 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 you can tell, like, it's not just because of a stupid market. That's just, they are stunning. You mm-hmm. have, you, you are set for life if you can afford any of these. The, the window to go can, into but... the, like, backyard from the house is bigger than a garage door. And it's, like, it's one solid panel that just slides. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah, we're doing so, a, a yeah, fun we... 90s party. It's going to be a good time. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool to live where we live. There's a lot of... Nice open space for both. But anyway, so anyway, that's awesome. I'm really excited for that. That was the bulk for you. of my week. My kids are gone again. They took off uh, last night. So they're off again with my mother-in-law playing and doing fun things. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. Can't complain. The weather's been nice, pretty nice. But... So how's, uh, how's your week been? Well, how long are kids gone for? I think, I don't know. Back tomorrow or Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I don't keep track of that stuff, man. Just, just, just ask Christina, man. It's just 100%. Christina. Yep. Anytime we have something coming up, I'm like, why are you asking me? Why? You already know I'm going to tell you I don't know. So, oh, Tyler's got, Tyler's got a notification. It's got to be We're important. trying out. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to include that or not, oh, yeah. but well, we, it might um, get cut out, but yeah. Um, sorry about that. Forgot to put my phone on D&D, but we're trying out new, um, what are they called? Your task, uh, task apps? Yeah. Apps You're struggling so that with that, Aaron and I can share. Well, it's uh, Google is actually very stupid with the stuff that they think people don't like or use. Hmm. Like a, a lot of Google products just drive me insane with the basic features that they're missing. Hmm. Uh, the Microsoft To Do app is actually quite good, and it it it's, and it you know it lets you share stuff it lets you organize it's all for free there's nothing behind a paywall which every single other app in the world's like yep. you want your app, you Here's want your, your task to reoccur mm-hmm. three bucks a month like, it's ridiculous so anyway so going through and it's like everything has 10 million downloads everything has a four and a half plus star review it's all garbage 
And well, like it's people, not garbage. You know, the it's reviews... just really hard to find people who you want the same exact use case as you. So for some people, it might some of the a lot of the task apps actually do work quite well. But to find something that's sure. the the use case that you're looking for, especially non-paid, is super difficult. Right, and we're fine to pay for it, but not subscribe. Yep, it's that and a lot you spend of them are that right, yeah. and it, so and but I hate the reviews where it's like why it's it's great sharing tasks with my husband five stars mm -hmm. oh shut up there's like 10 million apps that are free where you can share tasks with your husband like that's not that's not a review and that's like you know stuff that drives it up anyway so we've been like i have like 20 apps on my phone that i'm trying to see how they work gotta wait for the free trials to expire so i can actually see what i'm gonna get because we're not gonna subscribe but the microsoft one is actually very good it just has a glitch but i don't know if it's just we're not using it right so, hmm. anyway my apologies well, normally everything's silenced mm -hmm. uh, but all these new apps are ding 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 ding. so how was your uh, week other than app hunting really good and really heavy you want me to start with the good one or the bad one i don't care you you lead the way bud had a friend die oh i know who that is i know him too yes yeah and um i'm too actually bad. like i'm really good acquaintances yeah. with him um know him well talk infrequently i guess but um still very well and we're very honest and deep conversations so fast, you know it's like too. with church folk it was so um, fast. i am i'm actually quite good friends with his wife yeah. sarah and so um it was a very devastating week he was a cancer survivor mm -hmm. uh from from a while ago uh family kids kids around more your age like the yep. early teens um and they thought it was gone and then he was dealing with what he thought was long covid recently so like the cancer thing's a thing of the past like he's yeah, it was a number been of years ago active doing things like loves the outdoor life always doing stuff to the extreme just one of those guys so the cancer you know was a thing of the past and he thought he was dealing with long covid and then uh went to the hospital and it ended up that whether it was the cancer that he had or new cancer, whatever, you know, cancer's theoretical. I'm not going to get into that part, but uh, it was everywhere. Yeah, and they gave him four. six months. Yeah, yeah they gave him six weeks. months, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. It was so and fast. It was. And like, I'm not the inner circle, but I am. I just it was crazy. So I go to church and they have their slides that they go through, like that are on the TVs around in the coffee center and in the foyer and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I see that this person's name's there and I'm like, oh, wow, that sucks. Like, you know, someone else, I don't know how inappropriate this is, but I just assumed elderly and I'm like, man, that really sucks for whoever it was. Then all of a sudden the names after the slide passes start clicking and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. My kids are pulling on me like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. it's time to sign us up for kids church and stuff, get the sticker on our back. And I'm like, uh, anyway, I had to wait like 10 minutes for the slide to come around and it was them. It was mm -hmm. absolutely nuts. Really sad. And uh, it, yeah, but it was that whole week and yeah it was it was a very very heavy week it was a very heavy memorial service um but saw some people that um we know yep back a lot of our friends were friends that were quite too. close mm -hmm. and so it was one of those like very happy but very sad memorial surface memorial services and uh anyway. i was talking to my dad about it because i was like i'm turning 40 this year and i actually feel like my life is just I feel like I'm Starting. at like, yeah, I really do. Like at this age right yeah. now, I feel like I'm just getting going. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thankfully healthy. I'm 
I've been relatively successful in work. My kids are healthy. Everybody's good. Like, I really feel like now is the time that my life is starting to kick in. And he's only 47. Yeah. He's not that much older. Uh, that's not cool to, I just can't imagine how all of a sudden life just changes for, you know, his family and his wife and kids and stuff. So anyway, it is really too bad. And to, especially to have it happen that fast, it really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I looked at my wife and we were like, you know what? last like while we're looking at all the expenses we had for outside and we're you know maybe she wasn't but i'm like is life insurance worth like 70 bucks a month this week i was like yeah if it was 150 i would you know what i mean and so i just my heart goes out to my friend you Mm -hmm. know she's left and she she um she has some very serious medical issues on her own and so it's uh it's gonna be a long road but i have her in my heart and uh Anyway, yeah, so it was a very heavy week from that regards. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm going for walks, not listening to anything, not and just on the verge of tears for like the last two weeks. So it's tough when that happens, yeah. but I think it's a good, a good, sometimes it can be a good thing for people to reevaluate and enjoy oh. life a little bit and realize that it's short, it's fleeting. You're not here forever. Be around yes. the people you love, do the stuff you like to do and, um, you know, try and be positive. Yeah. And don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yep. So what's or your what? What's our Discord rule? Don't be a it. turd. Don't be a turd. Right, don't be right. a turd. It's yeah, the only right, rule. Yeah. Don't be a turd. <laughs> it is. Should be a life rule. Uh, That's all you need. Just don't be a turd. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Yep. What's What's your segue here into the? <laughs> so you remember? There's no segue. Yeah. Death Death sucks, man. It no does. matter what you believe, death sucks. And so my segue though is you know how I'm um absolute um. I'm not, I'm not a book snob, but yes, you are. I do. Oh my God. No, no, yes, no, 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 no. You are a book snob a hundred percent. I like books and I like movies. There are some you don't movies like that movies I prefer. based on books though. I, I don't grasp the concept of why things have to change. I understand for runtime things getting cut, but to completely change characters, to completely like to add brand new characters. That makes no sense. Well, Well, if you're going to change something too much, Mm -hmm. make a new movie. Mm. What are you using the book for? Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) uh, I have some problems in the past uh, with like, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd and uh, I loved the Lord of the Rings movies because they were movies made of Lord of the Rings, but I hated them because not from what they cut, though I do really wish they included some stuff, but I mean, the extended edition was already 12 and a half hours, but they really changed some characters and really changed some circumstances. And it just, they were pointless from my perspective, Mm. who I don't know how to make movies. So uh, Ryan, Aaron and I. Yeah. How was it? Did you watch the rings marathon marathon last, last Saturday? And Mm -hmm. I loved it. It took me 20 years. Was it the extended (laughs) one? There is no other. The very first one extended edition is my favorite one because there's so much storytelling in that one to build up. Yeah. I've always loved the first one the most because it's so, there's so much background and you're learning about environments and the people. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, and the extended is even better for that. Yeah. And Tolkien is a master writer. Like the the two towers is about the most boring book that you could ever read, but Mm. His ability to have multiple story arcs, multiple character arcs, but that you care about every single one, but none of them are making decisions that you don't understand. Like, even if you that's not something you would get that makes sense for the character and you don't necessarily disagree with 
why they're doing it. You, if you were a character, might disagree with them just because your morals are different, but he is such a master writer that there's no fluff at all, mm -hmm. especially as you start reading some of his other books, like The Children of Huron, which is one of my favorites. So anyway, Ryan, Aaron, and I, we just, 9.30, I think Ryan showed up after I dropped my kids off for, for a sports day with their friends. We watched all day. I paused just to pick them up quickly, but then the kids were great. I said, this isn't the show for kids, but you can watch it if you want, or you can go hide in your bedroom. They were awesome with it. And so we watched all 12 and a half hours and I loved it. It took me 20 years <laughs> to no longer be bitter about the things that they changed. But uh, I really, really liked it. It was a very well done thing. So my apologies to Peter Jackson for all of my smack talking throughout the last two decades. But I think you did a fantastic job. Nice. And uh, yeah, so that was really fun. That was really fun. And uh, I still have to go through. We still have a lot of things in boxes from the flood because mm -hmm. our basement's still not fixed up yet. Um, but I've decided that my, uh, I, I need to solidify my Lord of the Rings collection. Uh, Chris, uh, in his interview with Josh, I'm sorry, I forget his la uh, other two names, but we'll talk about that in a sec. He was talking about his love. Like there's no financial boundaries for his for magic, yeah. magic, the gathering collection, <laughs> which I thought that was fantastic. I was hoping for a couple examples, but either way, I I do have to have financial boundaries for my Lord of the Rings collection, and I'm not looking for cards in other languages or books in other languages, but uh, I would like to have one of everything he's written. And there's been a couple, like Chris Tolkien took over after J.R. died. Is that son or something, or what is that? Uh, I, you know what? I forget. I think a nephew. But anyway, he died, and so now there's someone <laughs> no else taking over. Just same last name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just lucky last name. <laughs> So uh, gonna gonna go through the boxes, get them all out, make a spreadsheet, make sure I know which ones I have and don't have, and keep a lookout in the used bookstores that we have. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. So good, good week. Even with the sad news, it's heavy. It's good retrospect, and I'm the kind of guy, even if you don't believe in this, that God doesn't make mistakes. Just because we don't have answers doesn't mean it was a mistake. So for whatever the reasons are, it's sad, but it's good stuff. So what do we got? We're going to jump into some POE. Not much this week, eh? No. Oh, there's no, one the cool world. thing. But What's the cool thing? Well, the expansion timeline for 319. I like, yeah. I like seeing when they tell us about their timelines. August 12th-ish for that one. Yeah, it actually works great because we're going to go away That's the about week the way. before. Yeah, it's less than a month you're, away. You're going away a week before. Where are you going? Are you allowed to say? Uh, just down to the U.S. for like four days. It's a short. We're just going for fun with the kids. The wolf place? No, we're going to, oh. my mom has a place just oh, south cool. of the border a little bit. So we're going to go hang out there for a couple of days, just get away. And uh, it actually works perfect. So I think we're coming back on the fourth or fifth. So like right a little bit before the legal mm. end and then league kicks in nice. hopefully the 12th ish. So you're going to be recording on your little mobile headset? No, no, I'll be back in time for us to record. I'm not going on a Friday. I plan around <laughs> our Fridays, Ty. <laughs> you bet your buns. Do you want to go on yeah. vacation? Nah, I can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> That's right. I could do Saturday to Thursday. Yeah, I got forever exiled. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What? Yeah, that's yeah, anyway, a that away, though. That's pretty crazy. Was mm -hmm. her um, place affected by the floods? I don't think so. I don't actually remember. I think there was a concern for that, but I don't think it got affected by it. Okay, so. Cool. Yeah, anyway, that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that uh, new expansion. They said, like, he yeah. even talked a little bit about it in that interview we're going to talk about, which was he interesting. did. And uh, they said that the scope of this one is bigger than I heard another thing on Tyler's I forgot computer. to make my uh, audio through my headset. 
So only the chat was. Uh, that sounds like so Discord. not Discord's. Uh, it is Discord's. So yeah, they speakers, said though sorry. the scope of this expansion is bigger than Sentinel. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Three nineteen bigger than Sentinel. So whatever that whether that means league or endgame content, we don't. Know, well, and he but kind of teased like, a little bit in that interview. So we'll talk about that though in a little that we bit. We can talk but, about it now. It doesn't well, matter. he just said that they're they're doing something with three past league mechanics. There's three league yeah. mechanics that they're doing something to. Um, right. He kind of made it, the, I think he, the way he referenced it was like a new coat of paint, like, you know, so it, it's not like something's being removed, but they're obviously adjusting or changing three of the league mechanics, which is, uh, it's cool. I like when they do that stuff and I like when they choose to take stuff out that they realize they don't need. And he talked a little bit about that too. And so, mm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited for a new league. I, this, these past yeah. two leagues for me have been such a good amount of fun. They had the they had the patch notes that came out just recently. I think that's in your notes too. And they haven't made enough changes to the modifiers for mobs yet, in my opinion. I want to see more stuff. Like they they made it now so that when the one monster dies, it doesn't bring up as many monsters as it was. It now hits a maximum of 30, which is great, but there's so many <laughs> other modifiers that need to be adjusted. Tuned down. I have some waiting to talk about. Scale. I oh, discovered okay, I discovered a new one. Yeah, that disabled me. So I, there's more work to be done, in my opinion, on the on the the modifiers for the mobs. But uh, I I like that they also made it so now divine vessels can be used when you have stream of consciousness. It's it's so silly that that wasn't in the very beginning. Can you explain that? Because I know what divine so, vessels are, but stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness well. is in the middle at the top of it. Well, yes, yeah, center. It's dead, almost dead middle of the Atlas tree, but it's the modifier that doesn't allow you to modify maps with fragments. And so when you had that, if you put a divine vessel in with the map, you couldn't capture the soul of the monster because right. you, they were considering divine vessel as something that's modifying the map, which to their credit, it does. It does buff the boss a tiny bit. I think it's like 20% increased damage or something like a divine vessel actually has that effect on a, on a map when you put it into the, um, in with a map, but it was silly to me that in order to progress in Pantheons, which is an entirely separate part of the game, you had to remember to uh, use an item to remove that that uh, stream of consciousness notable, run the map, and then put it back on. And it always seems stupid to me that they didn't make an exception for something that had an effect on the rest of your character. It wasn't like right. scarabs and shards and things that were just buffing the quantity or the type of stuff that was happening on a map. This was something you needed to do. So I'm glad that they did it. I just feel like that should have been. Yeah. It was an oversight, beforehand. but it's nice that it's. Done. I don't think it was because they thinking, said they talked about it and said that it was working as intended, that it was modifying the map and that's why you couldn't use it. It just, that seemed like a really bad answer to me. That was back when it first came out. Cause I remember yeah. us talking about it too, and people brought it up and read it. And their response was that it's working as it's supposed to, it modifies the map so you can't use it. And it was just kind of like, well, that's a dumb answer. So I'm glad yeah. that they've at least recognized that that was something that needed to be changed because it was really hard because stream of consciousness is great when you're leveling, when you're first getting into the maps, when you're first getting into the Atlas, because you're getting a 50% increase in all the extra content, which is a big deal. But you'd also don't, a, a divine vessel drop when you're early into your character is a big deal. And to have to try and either use two regrets to buy the, uh, the orb or hope that it's dropped and then use it, uh, it just kind of sucked when you're only doing it for that. It, and it was even worse if you did it, ran a map that had just dropped and you maybe only had one of them. 
you finish the map and now you don't have the the boss's soul and it's like well now i gotta wait till i find the next version of that map right, so yeah it's a really good change it just again it's just one of those things every now and then where we're like eh, it could have been fixed a long time ago but at least it's fixed now it was counterintuitive but now well, I, I was kind of actually disappointed with the fix not that the fix didn't need to happen but i didn't see the patch notes that we're referring to until after i saw chris's interview that he had this week Okay. And when Chris was talking about three leagues or three mechanics that needed to be revamped, new coat of paint, I was like, oh man, I don't think this is something I've ever actually said, but it's always been on my mind. Why the divine vessel? Who cares? If I've beaten the boss, let that just through my normal progression, unlock the pantheon, just like when you're doing the axe. Why mm. can't map bosses be the same? And then this, it's less moving around. It's less rules, right? Because I remembered this conversation. I just couldn't remember what the keystone was called in the Atlas mm -hmm. Passive Tree. Get rid of divine vessels. As soon as you beat the boss, you got it unlocked. Yippee. There. It's done. There's like no micromanagement, no nothing done. Nobody cares about that little difficulty increase because of what you're doing with the Atlas Passive Tree anyway. Like the I divine think maybe the difference is thing. to add some difficulty to the Pantheon, like to add some challenge to building out your Pantheon versus... Yeah, there's no challenge. Well, there is because you have to get the divine vessels to drop, right? And they're not super common, especially if you're playing in, in SSF and... So it does add a little bit of challenge because otherwise when you basically clear the Atlas, which isn't super difficult to do uh, in a new league, it takes a little bit of time, obviously, but that would mean that you have all of the Pantheons and all of their bonuses unlocked at that point because they're connected to all the maps. I'm not sure. That seems... That's a no. I don't know. It To me, it seems a little bit redundant and the fact that how you r gain access back to that item that's full... And then you have to go to sin, which That's isn't the worst even in your hideout. Well, but none of it makes, it's not smooth at all. So I was hoping in my head that this was going to be a mechanic that was just going to be like, you know what? I don't let's just get rid of it. Away. Let's yeah. just get rid of the divine vessel. You beat the boss. Congratulations. You get a little pop-up that says new Pantheon power mm. available. Yay. Um, but then I saw the fix and I was like, oh. There is so. some like there. I, I do understand why it's needed to keep it in because it is this idea of you putting this item in to capture the, the boss's soul versus just capturing all the boss's souls when you beat the map. So I, I actually don't mind the divine vessel. I just this was a change that was needed because it was really frustrating when you're trying to build out your atlas and you're taking advantage of the benefit of stream of consciousness, which is amazing until you're way, way later into a league. Uh, but then you're getting penalized on the Pantheon side. And also the Pantheons are great, but I feel like it's probably one area that a lot of people tend to either ignore, not know about, or just don't feel it's as important, which is unfortunate because there's some very powerful stuff in there those is. Pantheons, but there's not a whole lot that's done to draw your attention to it, especially as a new player. Yeah. I think you, I think you, I'm trying to think, I guess when you, when you do Tukahama, there's, I think there's something that shows up at the bottom, like in the little, on the right side there. But there's maybe. no information about like, hey, you got to go to where Sin is and hit Y to bring it up. I, maybe there isn't help. I don't know. But yeah, no, I always I never turn off tutorials and they stop quite quickly. Hmm. They're actually quite annoying until you they just naturally turn off. Like when you have the when they're telling you that you can use a portal scroll, it doesn't go away. It Unless stays there in your inventory covering up other items that you <laughs> really? have until you use flasks one? other items until you have your portal scroll until you use it i don't see any of that and sometimes skip, skip right you have one you have one and the first time you're using it is you're when like you're in the mud flats after what submerged <laughs> well no the submerged passage mm -hmm. that's when like 
you're really using it because it's a very very distant dead end there, so I heard you, you have this thing in your face until then and it's quite annoying i heard you talking about it i think when we were streaming one of the times together and you were talking about the idea of you know them getting rid of the portal scrolls and just going to the other idea where it's like a cooldown or it's a cast time for the skill and it, it the, the the portal scrolls to me are so dumb because they already know people just log out like uh, it's much easier and no currency costs for me to just log out of my yep. character and once i finish what it, i mean there's some spots you don't want to do it but through the leveling process you almost never need a portal scroll because you can just log out to character screen when you're at that point when you have to go back and you're fine yep no so, that, that is very very true i yeah. the reason that i was bringing it up on my stream was because i hate the concept that hc means oh my character can't handle this and i have a way of getting out of that as opposed to the way you're getting out of it is via combat mm. so i brought that up as because you know people can portal out quick or they can you know log out so for me it was one of the things like if you have like the diablo 3 cooldown anytime you want you can activate your free portal but it's a three second cooldown so make you're sure you're saying not getting at hit. the end of that cooldown you're automatically taken back to town not leaving a portal for you to click like it happens now uh, i don't know how that part would work i would assume that you still have to click on the portal it would creating the portal takes i don't know one second two seconds three seconds without being hit otherwise so you, you could still do it when you enter into a boss arena though and have that escape to get out of if it didn't automatically sure. port you back to town which i think d3 did I don't I think as soon as you hit it and a lot of games actually do that as soon as you cast the portal it it's not like you click it to go you. and it automatically yeah. takes you back to town but you can teleport back to that spot like that's what last epoch was and it, I, I, I have nothing wrong I can't see anything wrong with that either um, but I do like that and then if even you don't have to get rid of the portal skill because that would be an instant way of doing it mm -hmm. an instant cast time as opposed to a three second cast time so mm. whatever the, whatever it is that was my way of trying to make hardcore people uh, you want them to more die hardcore more. <laughs> well no i want their build to actually be hardcore like otherwise like i still see like when you're logging out and when you're using the portals you're not surviving the circumstance you're just cheating death well you are sort of surviving because of how bs sometimes stuff like flasks are uh, I think a portal is a super big necessity to get back to town and refill those flasks. Well, but I get that. But that's the thing. You know how the game works. If you're doing hardcore and you don't know how the game works, you I mean, die, die, it's die. A hard but game if you to know, know how the game, game works, hardcore. that's like I'm you build around that. To me, yeah. that's not. See, I get I, I get both sides of it. But for me, the hardcore mentality is deal with the combat. That's your surviving that instance with your build is hardcore. I'm so going I hate to say, the logout and I hate the portal. Crap. That's nonsense. I think they're all fine. I think you got to get past level 19 before you can have a big opinion on hardcore. Hey, I got to 24. <laughs> Thank you, you very much. Okay. Yeah, shut your face. I set a new record of Not days re record in the arch nemesis. Oh, okay. Hard era just shut up. Anyway, we also had some well-dressed competition winners and then runner-ups. Yeah, cool. And I don't know why I don't feel like and uh, congratulations to everybody because it all looks fantastic but for some reason i didn't even bother looking at the ones that were paid the premium ones hmm. because if i was to go through and go i would just look through all of my mtx and be like okay this one this one this one this one this one sure and i'd be like oh that looks really cool and i wouldn't feel like i'm like cheating it out but when i was looking there i was like looking at all the natural ones not mm -hmm. the premium ones and man they look cool there's one um there's um uh 
a headpiece that's like an elder tentacle coming out of your face. Cool. Uh, but that was in the natural one. What unique is that? I don't know. There's a lot of uniques. I don't know the look of them. Uh, like it was so cool. Design. You should take click on the link in a bit. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. You I know what that. job I would hate, though? You know how like a lot of the interviews, people will say like, this isn't my very specific job. And this is the only thing that I do when they're like doing the GGG employee interviews. Mm-hmm. There's like, I do this oh, and I this and item. a whole bunch of That's other a new things. One. What is it? It's a new unique. It? I can't remember what it's called, but it's a new or unique oh, okay. uh, within the last league or two. Yeah, it looks really cool. The elder tentacle coming I think out it was of your this face. League, actually, it's all nasty and awesome. Um, so anyway, you know how like the interviews, like, hey, yeah, I do this mostly, but we do this, and it seems like job descriptions at GGG are a little bit more fluid. You just help out where you can when your specific task isn't um, when you're done or whatever it is. So I would hate to have this job of making sure that everything submitted is natural or premium. Well, they could check the account, though, pretty easily. I don't know. It's just they, screenshots. I'm sure they could. Yeah, but they would know the character, right? So I'm sure they could quite easily check sure, the character. Sure, but like, it's just like that thing would change a hundred times, and like you'd still have to know which MTX are this and that, and how uniques look. And hmm. It's tedious, Justin. Shut your face. It's a good Ethan, comment. Ethan sent me a message this week, and with the well-dressed competition, he's like, are you going to do this? You have so much MTX. And I was like, no. I don't have, I need, I still want the randomize option. I want to be able to hit one button and it just goes and just craps all the random MTX onto my character. Yeah. It's the easiest way. Randomize until it looks good. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's how you make your Dark Souls characters. I can't make a character (laughs) any other way. I'm not going in and cheekbones and nose flare. I don't have, no, just let me hit randomize and be like, that is ugly as hell. I'll do it. Or, nah, let's, let's hit it again. Yeah, that's too ugly. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, do you have a POE week? Like you said you didn't, but you played after we recorded last. You finished off the PL. I did. I, I played uh, my last character in the private league died on Friday or Saturday. I think it died Saturday. The private league went till Monday. And uh, that was a minion, another minion character. I think I, I think I did five characters this private league. Oh my goodness, you're a dire. Yeah, it was a lot. I was crazy. Like I leveled multiple times, which never happens. But it was fun playing with everybody. I had a really good time uh, playing in the private league. So I my yeah, I was playing minions and I got in, I was into maps and I'm trying to remember what killed that final character, but it was whatever it, I wish I could, it's probably come to me later, but whatever it was, was like 3,500 health, 1,500 ES gone in a second. And I don't remember, I don't remember what it was. It's going to bug me now. I'm going to have to think about it, but. It was fun. I had a really good time. I think I got to 80, I don't remember, 80 something, 85, 85 was my 80 lame. 85 was my high. highest character. And uh, yeah, it was fun. We had a lot of winners and it was fun. How was yeah, your it, was, week? it was nice to announce them all for sure. Uh, good, good. Um, after the podcast, there was still two days left. Like we recorded on Friday. So Saturday, Sunday, I had some time. I knew I wasn't going to do progress to maps or anything like that. I, it takes me a a week to get through the campaign if I have gaming every night for Path of Exile. But I I figured like, you know, my previous record was like, what, 18 or something like that with this league? I figured (laughs) I could get past 18 if I had a solid build. So I started Mm -hmm. as a ranger, threw out the Righteous Fire bit, and um, I was actually going to do SRS with the Raider. Uh, But I mean, you can assume all that damage comes later, right? All the minion damage is on the north, north northish side of the tree and I'm starting there. And so, you know, but all my defense is 
that's ranger specific per se, like the evasion and the spell suppression. That's and a good amount of neat life, like the um, chance to avoid ailments and that kind of stuff is all on the southeast side of the tree. So the beginning of my tree is all defense. And I'm like, okay, I can't even level SRS anyway, because even though I got a lapis amulet pretty quick from uh, what's her name, Nessa, it still wasn't enough. Like level two SRS and I, it was red and I'm like, oh crap. So uh, I just went with elemental hit on ballistas and uh, it was good. It was good. I love ballistas. I think they're great because I, the one thing that I don't like about traps, and otherwise I would use fire trap all day long. If I could drop fire trap at my feet instead of throw it, be perfect. Like if, if fire trap was like vortex instead, oh my goodness, it would just be my favorite skill uh, after zombies. Uh, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, takes its time, of course. You have three ballistas and they're shooting in different directions. So some things took a little bit of time, but it was the easiest leveling that I'd done all private league. Oak took forever, <laughs> but I yeah. did it. Uh, but yeah, so 16.2 attempts. Oh, how did we get a point two? Well, because I started a witch just to get SRS uh, and okay. then I, and that one didn't die. Mm -hmm. So it was, that was my 16th character. Mm. But then of course this one was 16.2 because right. they're related, right? Sure. Siblings okay. and they passed off SRS, which I couldn't end up using. So <laughs> whatever. But that was a new level for me in the Arch Nemesis is core era. So I was quite pleased. I got to, uh, wait, I guess I didn't tell you. I got to level 24. I exceeded right. my record by six levels, Justin, in two days. It was amazing. <laughs> and it was, it was, but I was, I got past everything that was really hard for me. A um, couple sections I ran through, like the, um, those stupid Spriggans. Those are the weird tree looking things. That yeah, throw the yellow those orbs. black. But they, they do entangle. I don't know if it's those orbs or if it's just that mob that's grouped together has one that webs and one that does the thing. But every time I see those things, I'm getting webbed every time mm. I even loaded up a console. I was doing this week after the private league. I only had one raider because I'm normally doing minion stuff, so I don't have a lot of the other classes, but I had one raider. So I um, respect it to the character that I was hoping to progress with uh, in the private league. And was playing around with SRS. I'm just doing white maps because every gem is level one. And uh, so that was slow, right? Level one gems and white maps. But yeah, the Spriggans, I was getting entangled everywhere. I had about 110 movement speed and I felt like molasses. It was so annoying. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, I did that. And uh, I was fighting the Val Temple boss, the guy at the end of Act 2. Act 2, yep. And uh, I was doing great. It was fine. Like survivability was all super easy game crashed got some sort of run runtime error mm -hmm. and uh reloaded the game I'm like oh that's uh, that sucks hopefully i didn't die i'm like yay didn't die so i go back and i'm like oh my goodness the it's in the caverns like i have to go through the yeah go back through the vow yeah well i have to go through the whole basement again and then i have to enter the temple and then go through up multiple levels so, uh, nope, that was it. Game over oh, for the you actually just league. stopped? You didn't die? Yeah, I'm not just going... yeah, that's right. But So my best character was living. Uh, so <laughs> 10 p.m. on Sunday, and I'm like, screw that. I'm not spending another 30 minutes trying to find this stupid... No, up. I... Hmm. But I did discover something, Justin. We were talking about this last week, week before, something like that. The mm -hmm. Weaver in Act mm -hmm. 2, you know the spider? Mm -hmm. It does stop spawning enemies. <laughs> Really? If you take, yeah, and this actually was something I remembered when it happened. I'm like, oh, right, it does. If you take long enough, they stop showing up. They stop showing up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 
Oh, and remember there was that like I, I was talking about like this hooded, hunched over human enemy that was just too fast. Okay. And they cornered me one time. They had steel infused, and because they were so fast and they had steel infused, I had no hope. Uh, they're called ghouls. So cool. ghouls, spriggans, and whatever those rezzers are, you know, those big things with the hoods that they, they yep. raise their arms. Bah, no bah. cool down on that res. It's just like mm-hmm. tsh, 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 yep. the whole mob is back up. Yeah, they are my three most hated. So if I'm ever to do a specter build, I'm doing a spriggan, a ghoul, and a rezzer. Wish I wrote down what the rezzers are called. I never remember. Rezzer seems fine. Yeah, rezzer's fine. Uh, and then I also discovered in my console playthrough when I was trying out the raider a little bit higher leveled up. Level one gems, but higher level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an aura. I was running out. Like, I was tanky. I was totally fine. Like, I'm, my characters shouldn't be in white maps. I'm just there because my gems are so low. So mm-hmm. I, I can stand there and take anything and everything. There was something that was just turning off my mana completely. And I was like, what's like going on? And then all of a sudden, yeah. But then all of a sudden, it's like my, 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 my health was evaporating. Like it was crazy. And I'm looking around. There's like, there is four rares on the screen, but with a whole bunch of other enemies. And this, one of them keeps respawning. So I think there was like, um, who is it? The syndicate members, they spawn lots of enemies sometimes too. So I I'm having a really hard time finding it out. Took me about 15 minutes of going back, running back. I had a lot of movement speed, so it did give me the ability to run away, but then come back, try and find whichever rare. The Embezzler Hmm. is a mod that disables. The Embezzler aura. Enemies recover life, mana, and energy shield 50% slower. But they the summons Embezzler offers warriors and Embezzler own, which are archers. So you get melee and archers. So basically every time the entire mob has the embezzler aura. It's an aura. That's what it says. So yeah. So then all of a sudden I'm around these people, including the minions that also have it. And uh, my mana is just dead. It's gone. And I couldn't figure it out because I remember there was one, but I don't remember what it was. But if it was, it was on the minion, right. If it was on the minion, I, that would have made sense. But I like I actually embezzler wasn't the first thing I came across. I hmm. Googled the other three first. And so apparently Embezzler has something to do with lower, uh, 50% slower life, mana, and energy shield. That's so stupid. It, it, it's another it one that should it, go away. It doesn't it, even make sense. How would you read Embezzler and go like, okay, right. I know what this is going to do. Well, it, it does take away the fun per hour. Like mm-hmm. one thing that I absolutely loved about the interview that we're going to talk about shortly about what Chris said was that they make decisions not about stats. They make decisions just based on, is this fun? Is this not? And that's not fun. No. Like, leave my character alone. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that certain curses don't do this type of disabling. When when you were first creating curses and you were thinking about ways to disable the character, right, when enemies would start cursing the character and you were putting those into map mods, there's a reason you didn't have them on there. And it takes away the fun. Mm. So... Anyway, yeah, so I did have fun uh, leveling as the Ranger in the Private League, and I did have fun trying it out on console later on. Uh, There are definitely a few circumstances that made me, like, I would be pissed if that showed up in the middle of a map that I invested in, and then I just had to give up on it because I couldn't run away from these enemies. Mm -hmm. That would be so frustrating. I didn't care this time because I'm just doing white maps that I have 50 of, but... Uh, it would have been really disappointing if I was doing a little bit more investment and then it's like, shoot, I can't get away from this mob that I can't control. And it completely, not that it's too difficult for me. It just, well, it could break a build. It, it makes could... me to a zero. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, 
but it was it was a fun week overall and it was nice to actually get a session to myself with path of exile Mm -hmm. sweet it was good yeah so chris did we've been talking mentioning this interview a little bit chris did uh an interview with I didn't know who he was. My son knew who he was. His name is Josh Strife Hayes. He's got a YouTube channel. I make Twitch. Uh, I don't know if he streams. I don't know anything about him. He does internets. Do, he does internet. Yeah, he's on the internets. But he, I, I did see something. I don't remember if somebody sent it to me earlier. And this is going back maybe like a couple weeks ago. But he had a video where he was playing Path of Exile. I guess he started playing Path of Exile for the first time. And he was. it looked like he was playing it blind. And he mentioned that Chris Wilson had reached out to him and said something about like, you know, just saw you playing the game. Let me know if you have any questions or want to chat, blah, blah, blah. So Chris actually approached him about getting together to talk. So then I guess they lined up this, this interview. Now, I, I don't, I I just pulled up your notes real quick. That's awesome. Cause you've got lots to talk about with it. My favorite part about it, cause I, I saw some people that said they didn't like it or it was, you know, maybe not for them, which is fine. This is the type of interview for me because it is Chris talking at just a high level about his job, his game, and his life. He's not talking about how does this mechanic interact with that mechanic? How does this skill work with that skill? You know, a lot of the stuff when we see him, you know, do podcasts or interviews, he's speaking to people who are at a level in the game that they know all the ins and outs and that's what they're discussing. And a lot of the times I'm watching it going like, huh, it doesn't tick. It doesn't technically pertain to me because I, I don't care. I, it's not, that's not what's uh, important to me. It's not what's fun to me. I get that it means a lot to a lot of people. So I'm not trying to take that away from people, but for me, I much more enjoy hearing from someone at a normal life level about, you know, I just, I loved hearing about how he started the the company, why the game's important to him, what is his role in the game, what is important to him, what's happening. Yeah, you know, I just that to me is so much more enjoyable to listen to, uh, even if I have no idea who the other person was. And it, I, it's kind of fun sometimes to hearing someone talk Path of Exile from a brand new player's perspective because it's so easy as somebody who plays Path of Exile often to lose sight of what is important to a brand new player. And because he had a video in the background. And that was his gameplay. I loved it. it uh, you could barely see it, but he was dying <laughs> like yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's right. And there that's were parts right. where I was like, go in that zone. Why aren't you going in? The-? And he would walk away from something and not, you know, he never, he never even, he walked right away from Tukahama. He never even went in to fight Tukahama. He literally walked all the way around the outside and went into the next zone instead of going into to fight Tukahama. So I just, it's fun having someone who's speaking to him from that level. There were some questions where I was like, uh, they, it, you could, it was very clear it was coming from someone who didn't really know Path of Exile, and there were obviously a lot of references to other games, but that is how the majority of people are. That's when how new players are going to come into the game. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, that my overall take from it, though, was I just loved hearing him speak from a much more non-detailed oriented style of an interview where it wasn't so focused on these like micromanagement within the game it was much more the macro of the whole game and how is it working and things they're changing or thinking of Uh, yeah i I really enjoyed it i didn't think i was going to at all because i had no idea who he was but uh, it was 45 minutes or whatever it was it was i thought it was great solid interviewer very well spoken for live it wasn't edited and very well 
um, almost like he's taking choruses. On yeah, public no, it was very good. Plus, very, he's very got the, the accent, and that you always he win does. with that British and, accent. And I feel bad because I remember a long time ago when Chris had an interview, we mentioned his shirt, and I loved his shirt. And uh, there was something about tough to pair. I forget what it was, but yeah, I yeah, loved it's it. Hair sticking out. I yeah. loved it, and I loved actually. I actually have here that I really liked Chris's T-shirt because it looked like I yeah. think it was just a fold that I noticed later, but it looked like the collar kind of triangled off, and I'm like, oh really? Oh, like it, it kind of I matched the collarbone and the delts, and I'm like, I could. I could. He's been, I like. He's been I like that out. little triangle thing. I think out. that's really cool. But then, uh, what's his name? Josh. Mm-hmm. He's, he he had the tuft going. Proper. He had the he tuft was proper going. dressed. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, no, looking good. But also, they did great. And I love how transparent and honest Chris is in all of his conversations. Like, mm-hmm. I've never met the guy. You have, and he just seems. He could be the worst boss in the world for all I know, but he doesn't seem like it because he seems in every platform that you've ever seen him on, he's the exact same. Yep, it's never about arrogance. It's never about the success. It's always about being honest and humble and realistic about his game. But also this definitely this interview emphasized how player driven the company is and their decisions are. And like one of my favorite things that they mentioned for the new game experience, they always do fun over business when they're making their decisions. Is this fun? It's not about the stats. You know what I mean? So it was pretty cool. But I liked hearing some stuff as a, as a experienced Path of Exile player, hearing little things like the questions about the tree. I remember Jonathan way back when hinting that, you know, they were thinking about different ways of accessibility for newer players, like having the tree small and then it gets bigger. I remember that I think that was a Path of Exile 2 interview when they were sitting down and kind of worried some of the diehards, right? And then it was really awesome to hear Chris say that he they decided to keep the tree the way that it is because that's the perfect filter right at the beginning it either that that passive tree the first time you load up because you leveled up after beating hillock that passive tree either really turns you on or really turns you off and like chris said it's a good filter go play something you like right that's true i mean that what that was what got me the second Mm -hmm. i started leveling and i saw that tree i was like yep yep if you're a new player though and you're listening to that interview and maybe you picked up path of exile and saw that tree and it freaked you out a little bit it's really funny because at one point in the interview he goes there's stuff way more mechanically <laughs> confusing than, <laughs> than the right. tree and i was like that's right uh, i do like that he has that it's almost like an unapologetic uh opinion of it and i think it's fair because path of exile is not for everybody they know that he's very open about it and some people are just going to go his his outtake on his game to me is very refreshing I love that he has this ability to say, I'm fine if you go play another game because he knows we all do. The majority of people are not playing Path of Exile as their only game, never stopping, running from league to league. So I, it's really fun. I do with the tree thing. I'm glad they didn't do that. Like show you a small amount. Me too. I do like the idea though of them saying like, maybe here's some recommendations because he is right. If you start to figure out what notables work for you, it does make it much easier for you to kind of get an idea. Yep. of the tree but it's a very unforgiving tree and especially when you're first starting it can be yeah. insanely overwhelming if you start as a scion you're done you're done <laughs> no, a scion's great you can't start as a scion on your first character anyway you, you get an three so it pretty no pretty then you have to on. restart you have to yeah. unlock her if you find her you're like i don't like this tree i'd rather start right in the middle <laughs> <laughs> that's all right just start doing loop-de-loops a nice spiral going out mm-hmm. but no that was a really cool thing that he mentioned um he mentioned that 
the tree isn't as caught like at the end he mentioned uh, it's kind of a tip for new players if this game actually does interest you the tree is not that complicated it's, it's actually complicated. a lot more simplified once you kind of yep. get used to understand it. it but he did say something at the beginning where that you you touched on recommending notables for newer players mm -hmm. is something that they've discussed and that didn't come from a conversation like we thought about it but we decided not to that's something that it seems like they're currently actively keeping on the table the really hard to do though because how do you take a witch and recommend notables dependent on yeah. like unless they go the chinese way which is like here's a recommended build so you're using these skills and here's a recommendation on the tree it's really hard to say here's some good notables but are you playing minions are you playing elemental like right, what, what's yeah. the build so i i could see how that would be very difficult for them to do without going the chinese route of saying which i still think would be a fine thing to do for new players give them a base build for each character or something something that you know will at least clear the axe yeah. uh but yeah it, I, I his yeah his just the way he answered stuff i just love how he's he's very confident in what he's saying and yeah. he's fine with understanding that some people won't agree and that's yeah. okay yeah and not not to bring up the shirts again but i love how chris dress dresses he dresses like <laughs> we do he does though like he's oh, not yeah, trying he's to not, be fancy he's not, he's not trying to no and mm -hmm. i absolutely love that i absolutely love that and i want the t-shirt with a triangle with like a suit and a tie and <laughs> people need a monocle i think a monocle <laughs> would be awesome <laughs> i think everybody needs a monocle yeah. and then everybody needs to practice their worst british accent mm. um but no i, I want a shirt with the t-shirt with the triangles on the side now that it probably just I, wasn't actually no, it folded was just fold, properly. Yeah. <laughs> but still i i want it i want it yeah that's uh, awesome. what else uh, for me, something else I wrote down, it was refreshing to hear that he said, despite the fact that the game works really well as, oh, right, this was amazing. Okay, so despite the fact, this is Chris speaking, that the game works really well, the itemization is well off the mark of what we originally intended. And that's always been one of my biggest complaints, despite the fact that that's why I play the game. But I'm excited personally for me to see how GGG starts progressing towards their mark that they originally planned. Or if that goal has now modified, like it doesn't sound like when Chris was saying that they're well off the mark for what they wanted itemization to be. It didn't sound like he was shrugging his shoulders and that's the way it's going to stay. It sounded like it was, it's not where it's at right now. The game's working really well, but you my, my read into it is that mm -hmm. there's a goal going forward to bring it to what they originally wanted because mm -hmm. he, I mean, the way that they keep talking is that they're lifers. You know, they're going to be mm -hmm. working on the game until they're 85 or retired or whatever it is. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what the progress towards this goal is. I'm always a fan of a company that, and I love how much GGG listens to their users and their players, but I, I like it when they put their foot down and be like, you know what? You're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Just deal with it for two leagues and get used to it. Kind of like mm -hmm. how they would be talking to me when I complain about Arch Nemesis. Yep. So anyway, yeah. And uh, another neat stat that they threw out, even though I love that Chris said that he hates stats and data and he'd much prefer to just do the like how it feels mm -hmm. kind of mentality when they're making their game. But he said 86% of players that reach maps monetize. Yep. Which again, yeah. I'm not trying to get into how people level and how difficult it is, but that I I've, right away I thought of you because now that's something else. They know retention is high once players hit maps. But also people are but paying. But now that... that 86% is a massive number mm -hmm. to have that type of, it's almost a guarantee yep. that if they hit this part in the game, we're making money. That is it's a massive number. 
one of the things that surprised me when he was talking was the the highest point at which people quit, which tends to be, I think he said it was in Act 3. And it, it's funny listening to him talk about it because it's actually not something that I've ever thought of because I've played for so long. But he is, it's 100% right, which is once you... It was, it was the concern that they had at one point about the Clarissa quest and they yep. were talking about changing it because that's where they noticed a ton of people quit playing. And so when he started looking into it, it's actually one thing I've not thought about ever. I've literally never had this thought while playing it. But from the time that you beat the act two boss to the time that you're actually doing quests and turning quests in, you're way into act three. Like you, you do the Clarissa thing, but then you have to go into the slums. You have to go and get the bracelet, uh, whatever the thing is, go get the key, go into this. Like, it's just, there's so much weird progression where nothing's happening. And for a new player, I've, I've never thought of it that way. That's probably confusing as shit. You wouldn't have yeah. a clue what you're doing in that beginning part. And uh, it's weird, though, that they've never done anything to maybe try and fix that part of it. Like, yeah. to make it a little more clear. Or, I don't know how you would do it without completely changing around an act, but... Uh, hopefully their progress through acts makes much more sense once you get into poe2 because if they can get players to come in get them in get them hooked on the idea of it's an arpg it's got this crazy fun tree and then get them to actually play through you know they're making their money once they reach maps not only are they making money but more people are playing you know playing the game so i also like that he doesn't give a crap about the whole idea of like how many concurrent players are playing and What's the numbers? Because it shifts all the time. And Path of Exile has always been that. When people talk about like the game's dead, okay, but you're two months into a league. Of course it's low. And yeah. he's right. How is it that you could say 30,000 people are playing a game at one time and it's dead because you're not one of the 30,000? Like, right. That's still a well, pretty good number. Because people compare them to two big juggernauts. Everybody wants to yeah. be the juggernaut, but I mean, GGG's fine with what they have and their goals mm -hmm. and their progressions. And so, when you compare a game that has 20 times the amount of concurrent players, it's always going to seem dead, even on your peak. Yeah, but, but it's still a weird thing. Like, game's dead. Go play something else. Why are you even saying yeah, that? Like, why would you even care? It's not dead <laughs> to the 30,000 people right. who are currently online playing it. So That's right. And sometimes the stats, like, look at the stats for how I forget when this league came out. And, I mean, restrictions are different everywhere with COVID-wise. But even look at something here, right? For us, our COVID restrictions basically stopped in the fall or January. I forget when it was. Other countries have been more strict than us and just started letting go at the beginning of summer. So if you have a league here coming out at the beginning of summer, but COVID restrictions are ending and it's a nice summer, your numbers are going to be down and it has nothing to do with the league. All right? Mm -hmm. Stats never say everything. So yeah, it was, it was neat to see how they definitely do the more emotional or the is this fun over business, over data type of mentality. Now, you already mentioned that Chris said that he had a little bit of a 319 spoiler where uh, they are going to be touching on three previous mechanics, whether he meant league mechanics or just mechanics in general, don't know. But he, he mentioned that there's three that are getting a new paint job. They're going to modify them, touch them up, make sure that the rewards are good, but also that the, the, the mechanics and the play style actually suit the game. Um, any guesses as to which three they're going to be? Mm, he hinted at one, no. and I hope it's true. I desperately hope it's true. But any guesses? Uh, well, are you referring to Blight? Yes. Because he kind of, okay. 
I don't think Blight's going to be it. I, I, I'm not good at this kind of stuff because I also don't know, like, could it be Ultimatum, which is not in the game, but they want to bring it back. Uh, I would like to see Breach changed a bit. I don't think Breach is rewarding Which one's enough. Breach? Breach. There's a lot the of bees. I get the mix up. comes out and then it, okay. the, the ball expands. The pink. Yep. You, you're killing them inside. I think the rewards aren't, aren't good enough for, for Breach. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't actually care as long as they make it fun. I'm trying to think of ones that I just really, really don't like. Metamorph to me because of Arch Nemesis has become balls. I am not interested in it at all. Um, he said one was a very recent league. Yeah. I, who knows what that means though? Is that like four or five leagues ago? Like how recent is recent? But I mean, Ultimatum would make sense because they want to bring it back in. It's not an existing one. So maybe they're finding some way to bring it back. Mix it with Ritual. I would love to see them <laughs> fix Arch Nemesis if that counts as one. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see it regardless. Yeah. What about you? I, I couldn't think of any because I'm, I remember when they came out with the Atlas passive tree that the way that it currently is. And I'm like, why didn't they get rid of those leaks? Like why, why would people invest in this one or that one? Like, what do they get from it? It seems like such a small type of reward, but then there's reasons for it. For example, what's the one, is it breach where then you have the, the four different Lords and it's like a speed run to the boss. It's good XP. Not, yeah, it's XP. It's not the drops. And that's not something I think of because the only reason it I play the game... It used to be like, the drops. Well, sure. Like if you but remember that, going that was back, forever ago. That's where I got all my ago. weapons, right? The that's weapon right. that I always wanted that mm-hmm. poison... Chayula mis- one. Right, the uh, minion poison damage. Mm-hmm. Um, severed but, uh, and sleep. It hasn't then? been... Yeah, Severed and Sleep. It, and then something dream. But anyway, it, it, like, it hasn't been like that for forever. But then I think, because I'm just items. That's me, right? I mean, when you talk about they're not being quests from a certain like from the beginning of act three all the way to the middle i i don't care i don't care about quests at all one thing i love about elden ring is nothing just go and kill and you're fine and that's what i love about path of exile i mean you're still turning in you still do quests but i would be completely fine if there was not one quest in the game and it was just go 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 so you wouldn't know the progress that's the problem Sure, 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 sure. I mean, yeah, there's pros and cons, but I didn't realize I wasn't turning in quests for half a, sure. half an act because it's just all about the killing. So I don't think about, oh, well, this is only for the XP. So I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I did love what Chris said about Blight because it's what I've been saying since the beginning. And I felt bad for, for Jonathan because I remember Jonathan saying that he, he likes tower defense games. I like tower defense games. And so they want to see if it could work within the game. And that's how Blight came. But then they kept it core, which completely baffled me. And I was quite critical about it for a while. And I felt bad for him because it's something that he really wanted to make work within his game. And but I'm glad that Chris came out and said this as as a specific example. Like there's a lot of different things you can do with your game because they're popular or it's a fad going on within the industry and you could make bucks off of it if you include it. I think this was part of in reference to having the battle royale style thing in your game. And Chris said, uh, Blight would be a fantastic example. I love tower defense, but it's not definitely good in an action RPG. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't flow with why you're playing. That's not why you play Path of Exile. So uh, it was cool to hear him say it. And uh, hopefully they keep oils in because I think the ability to buy a notable in the game is so cool. Um, it doesn't have to be tied to anything. It could just be a random drop from wherever, certain bosses, whatever. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't, I don't care if, if oils get removed from Blight so Blight can leave. 
But it was cool to hear him say that. I love the honesty in these interviews. I would, I would rather them keep Blight, but find a better way to do it. And I don't know what the answer to that is, but I would love to... I do actually enjoy Blight. I just hate the clickiness of the stupid towers. And if they could still find a way to have... Because really, Blight is one of your best ways to saturate a map with enemies. There's almost nothing in the game that will give you as many enemies as Blight will in Endgame. So if you could find a way to make the Blight encounter more enjoyable i'm not saying make it easier but make it so that i'm not dealing with this nonsense of the towers off, need to be easier the towers have to be different because i still to this day don't know what those final two choices are on a number of the towers i know what some of them are because i've used them enough but i don't have the time to mouse over each of them and read each of them to know which one it is that i want i'm usually just clicking like a madman at that point so I, I actually do think Blight, the mechanic, it's grown on me a lot, but I, I wish they could come up with some sort of creative way to make the towering side of it better. I don't know what that is, yep. but I, it would be nice to see something. I mean, I've talked about it in the actual Blighted maps. I would much rather see some sort of pause or a delay or something so I can get to the towers, figure out what I want. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but I do. I, don't, I actually don't think Blight is that bad. You can get good rewards. Uh, again, you can saturate a map better than almost anything else with the amount of enemies you want. So it it does have its benefits, but it's very tedious. And most people just skip the tower defense. If you're into end game, you're just starting Clarissa and you're kill you're killing them yourself. It's not Clarissa. In softcore. What's her yeah. name? Well, no, even when people are built up enough, they they you're not worried about the towers. You're just going in and killing the mobs. Sometimes it's because you don't even want the reward. You're trying to maybe build up a delirium counter or something. So. And because of the quantity of mobs, it allows you to do it quite quickly. So mm. anyway. Yeah, I, it would probably part of the simplification would probably come from removing a choice at the end of a certain thing. If you're going cold. That makes a lot more sense. And it'll randomly yeah. do randomly trap, randomly chill. Right. It'll have a cooldown on all these different things, you know, random. Then you have a minion one, then you have a fire one. Like it all makes sense. And if you didn't do it based on the types of monsters that may or may not come. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't have to pay attention to the base types of if they were flying or not, that kind of thing, you were just going for basic elements and basic help. It wasn't really the strategy of the style of minions that may be showing up or enemies that are against you. I think that there's, you, you, you need to Google less. And I think that's good in a game for the or basics, what if you like, for the basics. What if you like picked the, the, the tower that you wanted and as you killed mobs around that tower they aut automatically contribute to that tower upgrading itself. Oh and it auto leveled on its own because right. it was so actually you didn't have to used. Click it. You picked what the initial one was but you didn't and then maybe like as that one reaches its max level that that XP that would mm -hmm. go into leveling the tower trickles down the line to the next one or so I don't know something. Yep. Something that made it just less me having to click stuff would make it much more enjoyable. Also, I'd like to throw out a big middle finger to any blight that separates in four directions right <laughs> yeah, off I walk the bat. away from those. Yep. I've had them at five. I was like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> five? Not doing this. Oh, I've been in the uh, private league twice, and I was like, come on. Yeah. Bye, bye, <laughs> so bye. stupid. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, quote of the interview, once you mm -hmm. get your maps, or once you get to maps, we own your soul. Uh, so Big good. fan of that one. Mm -hmm. uh, love that one. And yes, yep. they do. You it's get true. to maps. And, yeah, well, yeah, agreed. So anyway, mm -hmm. uh, great interview. Awesome job, Josh Hayes. You're a fantastic Hayes. interviewer. 
Loved your questions. And Chris with a CH, love you. Chris with a K, we love you too. But You're Chris fine. with a CH. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris with a CH, absolutely fantastic. Great job. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this up here. We're going to maybe we'll do some private league recap and after dark because I uh, I'm getting tight in timeline here. So let's sure. uh, let's wrap this up. Forever Exiled episode 145 Path of Exile podcast. I'm just AK Tags. Salder Wrecker of Days. Now your daughter's got to listen to the whole thing to get it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreons well, will catch she, you in after dark. She can't. I gave my middle finger. Oh, you're yeah, it's already out. Mm-hmm. I think I swore no, once. We Whoops. don't do that uh, in this family. <laughs> one day she's going to give it to you for sure uh, <laughs> patrons catch you in after dark everybody else will see you in episode 146 next week if you're looking for more information you'll find it down below we got a website foreverxl.com or on twitter foreverxl82 we have a very fun discord that you should be a part of and uh, there's a surprise coming for discord actually maybe this week we'll see and uh, patreon and other ways to support the podcast you'll find those links down below and also on our website peace out this is how we make business decisions hey Ty Check this out. It's coming. <laughs> That's, this, this is happening. <laughs> okay.